is coming Just like a bridge Over troubled water I will lay me down Just like a bridge over troubled water I will lay me down Welcome to another episode of the Curate Podcast. My name is Kyrie Malik and I am your host. It's great to be your host on today, Monday, July 22nd, 2020, of this beautiful, um, the the wonderful, uh, what do black folks call their HBCU, the illustrious um uh what's the name of my, my podcast curate podcast <laughs> welcome me welcome you <clears throat> welcome back to those recurring folks whoever you might be um and welcome to to whoever you are that is new um yeah 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 what's going on what's popping what's popping Coronavirus comes to mind, but I don't want to go there. <clears throat> Although I was just watching MSNBC. Um, I think I've said on here before, I usually watch Al Jazeera News as, you know, they give you the world perspective of just everything that's going on. And I like to be informed in that way. Um, but MSNBC clearly um, is all about U.S. stuff. Um... And so, yes, all these talks about schools reopening, um, seeing as how I work at a university. Uh, yeah, I mean, this conversation is so prevalent. And I work in the procurement division of that university. Um, I'm talking in code now, like I haven't slipped up on here. But um, I'm just seeing the extent to which these university, well, the university I work for um, is going to to do their darndest to ensure safety and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I can only imagine the great lengths that these institutions and schools and whoever has been away for a little while that depends on human bodies uh, to be present usually in mass for their success, their business success. Um, the measures that folks are going through, I just can't help but wonder to ensure, um, you know, the safe reopening and stuff of places like schools. And, you know, we've already seen it now with clubs and bars and restaurants and things. Just, again, places where you bank on being able to gather people. Um and just seeing how things are unfolding. Um, yeah, I went out this weekend, Saturday, and it was interesting. We went to a restaurant. I thought that was it. <laughs> I thought that was the full extent of what it was that we were going to do this particular evening. Um, I went with a friend and her co-workers. Um, and yeah, this is my best friend, actually. Um, but yeah, I went with her and her co-workers and, um, yeah, we went to the restaurant. It was nice. It was distanced. Um, it was something that I said that I wouldn't do for a little while, but I don't know if I've said this on here, but I started taking the bus back to work last week, um, due to my bike being out of commission. It's fixed now, but it's like the night before I was supposed to, I've been doing this Tuesday, Thursday work schedule. And the night before, Monday night, I was out riding. I was pretty, I was a nice distance away from home. It wasn't super far, but far enough. 
Um, when my bike tire bust and I had to walk home. Um, and so, you know, that's again, how I was getting to work. And, um, I had a capitalistic moment of, uh, choosing my health and safety. Um, i.e. not riding the bus over, you know, riding the bus. <laughs> um, you know, I, so I had went, I took the plunge, um, but it really was a moment of reckoning for me of just like, damn, like, this is what niggas is faced with out here and today, like now, you know, decisions of do I risk getting to work like, risk my health getting to work, and, you know, people are riding the trains, and all sorts of stuff, um, do I, is that a risk I'm willing to take, and more times than not, unless niggas got, like, some massive, you know, financial security net, or something to fall back on, like, you're probably gonna go to work, or maybe take an Uber, or something, you know, but, I'm not even going to get start that habit of Ubering to work because that will just be too cushy and too much money. Um, so all of this to say, taking the bus was fine. And I feel like taking the bus, um, I've gone against myself and did something for capitalistic purposes. Um, that if I can do that, I'm busting it wide open. I don't give a fuck. Like, I low-key don't. Like, I, I do... As in, I realize the the realness of this, but at the same time, when things are reopening and you have a government that's not taking this shit serious, you're expected to perform and act in ways as if there's not a pandemic going outside, that there aren't multiple pandemics going on outside. Like, you know, it's, albeit, uh, now that I'm saying it, it sounds a bit immature, but fuck it. I, after taking the bus last week, I said, okay, the gloves are off now. It's it's over. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. All of this, you know, trying to be safe and this and that, like, my damn job don't even care. My job don't care. And, and I, I can't expect them to. <clears throat> They're in this for money. Um, over me. Over me and my life. So, uh, actually, now I'm saying this is actually really silly and foolish of me to, like, take this approach. But it really makes me feel that way. This is really how I feel and how I felt. Hence me leaving the home Saturday night um, for what actually turned out to be a very much needed timeout. Um, it's like I'm rebelling against the coronavirus that don't give a damn about my rebellion <laughs> you know, um, it's not thinking about me. I'm not hurting anybody but myself, potentially, and others by acting in this way and taking on this mindset. But it 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 really makes me feel that way. I'm just like fuck it, like fuck it. Don't know about it's not, it's, it's almost this that meme of or or yeah the meme. Um, the threaded threaded meme of where it's like they're saying something and the person is slowly putting on the clown makeup. Um, you know, it makes you feel, it makes me feel like a bit of a clown nowadays. Like, you know, talking about COVID and like this, this just trying to be safe. And I don't know. And it, it, the way things are and the way things are moving and operating, you know, if, if, if you're going to stick stick to your guns about this this whole covid and being safe it it makes it a bit harder when you're seeing everything around you just seemingly returning back to normal um yeah so i don't know what to do with that but um yeah so restaurant turned to oh we're bar hopping and i'm in an area where that is possible believe it or not um and it was a thing that we did we went to three different bars. Um, yeah. Now that I'm saying it and thinking about it, you know, I don't regret it, but I just, you know, maybe it wasn't the safest thing to do, but it felt right. 
in the moment. It felt right, felt good um, to be out amongst others, to, you know, fellowship and be drunk <laughs> with other people. And just, again, just, I guess that sense of normalcy, um, this is something that I haven't done in so long. I haven't been to a restaurant. I hadn't been to any bar or anything. It's the bar up the street that's open. They have, like, outdoor seating set up. Um, but no real interest in going there for other reasons beyond COVID. Um, but, you know, you just see shit opening and happening. And, yeah, it's like, what? do we do like it's so many mixed messages i guess you really gotta decide for yourself like what you're comfortable with what um level of risk you're okay with but that is the other side of the coin i'm not okay like i wasn't okay with getting on the bus so even me and me deciding it's like what am i supposed to do if i don't have a car to get to work and the bus was the main mode of transportation but now that's no longer you know, feeling like such a safe option. It's like I was able to risk it then, you know, silently, just get to work. Don't nobody care how you got there, you know, until because of the way that you got there, now you're spreading it. But let me not speak that. Let me not speak that. But I'm just saying that as a, just the thoughts that are in my mind, like, you know, and again, all that hence me going out this Saturday. Fuck it. But I realize, don't hold me to that, please. I, I realize the uh, irresponsibility of such a statement. But that's how this shit make me feel. And that's that on that. Um, in other news, I have been watching. Thank you, Malik. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> for turning me on to this I May Destroy You. So good, so, so, so good. New episode out tonight, um, and I'm excited about it. Yep, I am playing The Sims again. Um, I got into that last night. Yesterday, not last night. Um, me going out, um, I didn't feel the best when I woke up in the morning, so. <laughs> Yesterday was kind of um, dedicated to being slow and just being in the bed. And I'm going to get more into being slow. That's what this episode is dedicated towards. Um, yeah, but we're going to get into that a little later. Um, yep, there's something that I want to talk about, but I don't know who's going to listen to this episode. I don't know who's going to listen, especially now after the events that have transpired this week. I don't know. Might have a new listener. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. I'm overthinking it as I always do. I probably am overthinking this entire thing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yep. Um <laughs> Yeah, my brain. This is it. This is this is my brain. This is how I operate. Um what else? What else? What else is popping? What else is going on with the goings on? Um, I'm about to extend this uh, this curate. I'm about to create another branch. We've got the podcast popping. Um, I'm about to get this little education sector of curate popping. Um, I'm in the works to develop an invitation for a soft listening or soft uh, lesson, uh, utilizing a lesson plan that I believe I spoke about on here that I created during um, the Studio Museum Education Practicum. And it's very much in line with um, the mission of Curate and everything that I want to see. Um, it's, it's in line with everything that I see this growing into. Um, particularly in the education sector of this. Um, so, yeah, we're about to get this moving. Um, the soft soft um, lesson or, you know, introductory thing will just kind of be, I'm going to get together with a few people, um, I'm thinking virtually, 
and, um, you know, just kind of move through it with some people who I enjoy and feel comfortable with, um, just to get some feedback and that kind of thing, um, first before making it public public, but, uh, yeah, I'm giving, um, updates, so that's one, um, Niggas got a job interview, or, uh, excuse me, a quick chat on Wednesday. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, I need to leave where I am. I really need to leave. I just, I feel, one, that I've been there for long enough and gotten all that I can. And I don't know, just with things, I don't know if it's the climate of things right now or what, but it just feels very much like, it's time, and it has felt that way for a little bit, but especially now with like this, we've had a total restructuring of our department, and um, yeah, it's kind of made for some uh, moves and things, operations that I am not fully in step with. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to see uh, various opportunities are surrounding me, some obvious, some not so obvious, uh, but opportunities nonetheless, um, yeah, yeah, feeling good about it, talked to my mom this morning, um, this episode, honestly, um, was going to be about not much of anything, I was just kind of gonna get on here and shoot the shit, um, Hence, maybe why this intro um, has gone on for as long as it has. <laughs> but uh, I was able to mine some, mine a um, a point to this episode through my prior idea to just shoot the shit. But again, we'll get into it. Um, yeah, talked to my mom this morning. It was nice, needed. Um, you know, we FaceTime, and it really charged my soul. It really did. It did. Um, interactions. Now we were talking like, and we we're talking about how it's like people who your neighbors or people who you would pass on the regular. Um, Prior to all of this, like, you know, maybe y'all might not talk. It might just be a high and by type situation, but we've both experienced where it's like more people, again, the same people you would see all the time and just in passing. It's like those are the people that you're stopping and actually talking to and engaging. Like, they want to talk, you want to talk, you know. I think it's just in, uh, a, a part, uh, you know, spawning out of all of this that's going on right now is just people just kind of feeling a bit isolated and wanting to connect. Um, and so, yeah, that's an interesting thing going on right now. Folks are coming together, coming out of their little apartment shells um, and actually talking and getting to know their neighbors. And So that's nice. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else, anything else going on with the goings-ons. I can't really think of anything. Um, yeah, it's hot as fuck. That's a thing. Oh, my God, it's so fucking hot, yo. It's so hot. So hot. It is so hot. Hot, like, <laughs> like it is emphasis on this H, like it is fucking hot. It's so hot. Um, and I've been thinking, like, I never was this person. I could usually deal with the heat and really enjoy like working out in the heat and like you know sweating profusely, um, which I still like. I love to sweat, but this heat though, I don't know if this if this is like a sign of my age or what this, or if this is, if it's genuinely just hotter than it has been. I don't know. I don't know. But I've been staying inside during the days, um, <laughs> these past few weeks, like, which is odd for me. Usually, you know, three o'clock, I'm doing a midday 
ride or something, you know. But I'm pushing my shit back to like the evening, you know, when the sun is going down. Um, virgin on the night, and maybe that was low key inspi- Excuse me, inspiring my night rides. I was riding at night for a little bit, and it's such so different, such a different vibe. Baltimore at night, um, just less populated, less 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 traffic, less stuff going on. Um, it makes for a much nicer ride. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of anything else. It's like I am just trying to hold this out for as long as I can for no particular reason. So with that, <laughs> I'm going to move into this week's wisdom. The week's wisdom, wow, really loud. Um, <laughs> the week's wisdom is coming from my easy therapy at my easy therapy on Instagram, um, and it says here, "I honor my progress. It may be hard today, but easy tomorrow, and hard again the next day." I cannot expect myself to be the same every day. It's important for me to meet myself where I am. Actually, it is by Anne Carly MM. I don't know if that's the same person. I'm just seeing this at the bottom of it. But anyway, the message still stands. I'll read it again. I honor my progress. It may be hard today, but easy tomorrow and hard again the next day. I cannot expect myself to be the same every day. It's important for me to meet myself where I am. And this goes so well because, because it is in step with uh, this curation. Uh, excuse me, the ailment and yeah, the curation, this whole letter segment of this episode um, in that it acknowledges the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of, like, the, the many, like, feelings and, and just ways of being that we go through as people um, at any given time and how we can't always hold ourselves to the same standard as maybe, like, we did the day prior because the day prior presented a different set of tools that we were working with, a different set of circumstances, um... So just just a different day um, And there are times when you wake up And it's like mm, You know that Today ain't it Today ain't it I don't know You know For whatever particular reason um, But We all know those days We know those days We know those times Those moments um, So allow yourself that grace You know To honor yourself To honor where you are Right now, yesterday, I was hungover. <laughs> I was moving slow, okay? Why? Because of the circumstances, because of what, and, and that's a pretty extreme example, but still, still the same deal. Some days you wake up and you have some shit on your mind from yesterday that is slowing you down today for whatever reason, you know? Deal with that. Deal with that from yesterday first before trying to proceed. You know what I mean? Like, or, or find ways to move with it or move without it or, you know, just, you know, we're grown. Like, whatever it is that you need to do, whatever it is that you feel, honor it and and move with it, you know, not against it. Don't Don't try to force it. So that is the week's wisdom. 
And let us move into the week's ailment. This ailment was a discovery from a conversation that I had or have been having um, with various folks over the past couple days, and it's about the okayness of moving slow. It's okay to be slow. I think that'll be the title of this episode. Um... I've really come into the understanding of my real, true, natural rhythm. That, as opposed to the rhythm of the world, the societal rhythm that is prescribed to us, this time has really allowed me to get in touch with the fact that my natural rhythm includes going in and out it means going in and out it means and i'm saying in to work into productivity into the doing into the production out out and out of that and into you know whatever else you know what i mean um be it rest be it exercise be it playing the sims be it singing be it painting being hanging out with friends be it whatever you know and oftentimes the two overlap but sometimes they don't um you know your work might be work that you enjoy and and that feeds you and so with that you feel that you're never you know really on because it's what is natural for you or maybe it is on but it's you know um I don't know where I was going with the second piece so let me just stop but um yeah just the the ailment here is the realization and understanding that there are other ways of operating other ways of maneuvering the world other ways of being that look very different from again the prescribed way um which i think is uh just solely born out of capitalism um that says produce 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 go 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 you sleep we grind all that bullshit um and being all right with it being okay you know with the fact that my rhythm is a bit slower and it's okay to like move slow and to be methodical and to maybe even um like the uh quote that i just read for the wisdom of the week like to go in and out of that you know i think that's how i kind of am i think i go out of my natural and into when i'm saying out i'm in my natural way of flowing when i'm in i'm in the 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 capitalistic way of moving, you know, which says got to get up at five in the morning and just, you know, grind time. Like, is a time for that? Is a place for that? But also, and I realize the luxury in what I'm saying as I'm saying it, um, to even be able to venture into the idea of being able to step back and be slow and be methodical and be natural be in my ooh, ooh, car driving up the street up like up like against the traffic 
um, yeah, to even be able to explore that and to be able to say it and, you know, and live it, I realize that to be a privilege and, um, excuse me, and something that not everyone is afforded, you know, some, 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 some folks, depending on your circumstance, whatever, like is expected for you to be on and popping like all the time, you know, but I don't need that. I don't want that because I know what that leads to. That's not a sustainable way of being. I think this ebb and flow and this, this, you know, in and out of, you know, on, off, on, off. And again, off doesn't necessarily mean maybe I should find another word for off because even off could mean on, but in yourself, doing your stuff, doing your exercises, doing whatever personal whatever that it is that you want to do. Um, but being able to play with that and explore just, you know, what that means to go in and out of that dynamic. Um, I just feel that we've just been force fed and we see it now. It's like the, when things, when, when this whole COVID thing kind of kicked off and everyone was home and streets were less busy People were talking about less traffic in the streets and on the highways and expressways and this and that. Um, as opposed to now, when we're seeing folks like that, it's it's this idea that I'm that I'm going against that I feel is the uh, is what is being protected at all cost. The idea and the notion of, of the American society that says that we need to get up at five in the morning, be to work by eight, stay there for eight hours, eight hours, eight whole hours, eight from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. With an hour, great, you know, I'm thinking, factoring an hour lunch in there. But that's that's the expectations of my job presently. Um, and just thinking about just, you know, this time away from that has just got me into the, the thought of just how fucking wild that is. But we do it. It's what has always been done. It's accepted. It's the accepted way of being. And it's not until something drastic hit us that we're able to kind of step back and think about it like hey how hopefully think about it. I don't feel like a lot of people have because we see people my job wanting to jump right back into that old same old model um but it is it we were truly represent uh you know presented time to think about what ways and what things should we keep and what things and what ways could we kind of be better off without, you know, do we want to continue to occupy physical space in an office, which means electricity, which means computers, resources, all of these things? Or do we want to do what actually kind of fucking worked and maybe have some people working from home if they can continue to do that? You know, maybe the hours aren't from eight until 5 p.m. because that's fucking crazy me i'm waking up in order to get to my job at eight i'm waking up at five which is less sleep which means i'm fucking still dead tired when i get to work um and how productive am i how productive can i be You know, and you're expected to be on, you're expected to be not tired, you're expected to be just, you know, all about it. But now that I haven't seen another way, and even before, <laughs> honestly, it's like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not, I'm not. And I'm not about to try to be. You know, I'm, I'm, if I'm tired, I'm gonna be tired. Why? Because the demands of this job said that I need this job and many jobs will say, 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Like, 
to be present physically in a space as opposed to someone being fully well rested, being able to get out of their bed maybe 30 minutes prior, walk over to the kitchen. Clearly, I'm describing my mornings. Walk over to the kitchen, turn on the electric kettle and get some coffee going, you know, and just kind of ease into things from the comfort of your home. I don't know. I just feel like people, again, are just so gung-ho to get back into the old rhythm of things without even thinking about why we were doing them in the first place. Why we're doing them and why are we going to continue to do it? How will it serve us? How will it make us better? How is it? How is it effective? Is it effective? You know, it's these things and, and on so many levels Again, um, we've we've been exposed to this moment where we have an opportunity to think about so many things and we're seeing all the things that don't work and that don't serve us um, and not really giving enough thought to the things that do and the ways of being that do as a result of us seeing what doesn't. You know, the contrast has been created. It's all around us. You know, the lack of health care for folks universally. I'll say it again. Getting up at 8 a.m. in the motherfucking morning. The motherfucking, the way these police laws and protections are set up. Um, social social programs, social services. The way all that shit is set up. Like, voting all of these things we're just seeing like so we're seeing and we have seen so many flawed flaws in our systems but folks are still wanting to hold hold dear hold tight to them and it's just like god damn like you know again i really had so much hope that this time of everybody being home things slowing down that people are really like beginning to assess what is what what works what doesn't okay <laughs> but no no and i don't think um i think it naive of me to even expect that of uh people who benefit from things being the way that they are you're not interested in taking things a step further and assessing yourself a little further assessing society society and its real true needs outside of your own, a bit further, you know. I don't think that that's in the interest of government, in the interest of rich people to do anything different. And unfortunately, in the society, it seems that that is who is really in charge, rich people, people who have financial resources, you know, in control of society, that's it. <laughs> Should we all die tomorrow, who will they be? I pose that question all the time. If we die tomorrow, what would money mean? If everyone is dead, what would money mean? You would, it would take that for folks to really see how unimportant money is when, when compared to human life. And having the people around to make the money, to spend the money, to receive the money, to, and, you know, just continue that cycle that we give so much importance to. Yeah. <sighs> so with all of that, this is my ailment. Um, the realization of my real true rhythm contrasted against the societal rhythm, the prescribed rhythm, prescribed way of being. Um, and I'm all right with it. You know, but I know it'll be challenging. I know that it, um, well, maybe, I don't know. I don't think so. It's easy. It feels easier. That's the word that I feel right now. It's, it's, it's an ease associated with, with being a bit more methodical. Um, I'm less stressed. 
my mind isn't going, you know, so fast. And I'm giving myself more grace and allowing myself to relax a bit more and relax into myself and, excuse me, to better understand myself and time that I have now to do so that prior yeah, I had time and I gave attention to those processes and and thoughts, but no time not not like now. Not like now. It's different. Yeah, and it's beautiful. So let's get some curations. Let's curate some things out of uh the realization of your rhythm. Let's go. Feed up little seagull on a marble stand. Trying to find the ocean. first curation that comes to mind and I already alluded to it in the ailment um, I guess it depends on how you um, understand your rhythm I was going to say what I was going to say based on everyone <laughs> identifying their rhythm to be slower um, but even if your rhythm is not that like I hope that your natural rhythm I feel that all of our natural rhythms, not a prescribed one, not one that's tainted at all with how folks make you feel you should perform and how you should move in the world. But if it's untainted by that and solely based on you, solely, and that requires some truth there to know whether or not your rhythm that you're placing on yourself and the way that you analyze your movement um, to say that this is solely based on me. Um, I think that the finding of your rhythm, your natural rhythm, will allow for more space, more space for yourself and understanding yourself and growing a bit more comfortable in yourself and your movement. Um, yeah. Because... I think in all of our natural rhythms, we're connected to spirit, we're connected to love, we're connected to peace, we're connected to tranquility, we're connected to calmness, we're, we're connected to, to, to goodness. And that excludes stress. It excludes stress. It excludes worry. It excludes, you know, downtroddenness. It just, it, it doesn't envelop any of those things. And I think once we're allowing, once we kind of allow ourselves to feel what that rhythm is, you'll, you'll get there. You'll understand that. You'll feel it. And not be so bothered by things that come and try to take you off. You know. The second thing that I can think of is that as I find that I'm expressing my findings with other people, other people are oftentimes too like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. And I think it allows, as with any time that we are um, forthcoming with our truths, it has the ability to allow other people to do the same and to analyze for themselves what their own truth is, you know. And you're creating a community of people around you who are at ease with their natural selves, natural ways of operating, natural ways of moving. Yeah. 
you're more in step, you know, which leads me to the third, is that you're just, you're more aligned, you're more aligned, you're more aligned with source, and you step back and you're able again to see the contrast between that with which you really truly are, that, 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 the way in which you really truly move versus the prescribed way of movement. Which says, go here, do this, get that done. Quick, quick, fast, fast, you know. Go, 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 go. The natural rhythm is, I would venture to say that our natural rhythms are a lot slower than um, the prescribed rhythm. Because you got to get still and like be quiet <laughs> internally to really be able to be connected into like be able to recognize source you know i think it's so many distractions and 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 things and that's that is why this is why i say the prescribed way of being i think that it is a set a society, a, a prescribed way of being set up for society in order to help us to forget our natural rhythms, to get away from our connection to source, to get away from our connection to all that really truly is and all in which we really truly are. I think it's set up that way for a reason. And I think also that is explaining this major push for everything to reopen and for everybody to get back to work and this and that because we have to protect this idea Protect the idea, protect the ways in which we're used to people moving and producing at crazy rates for the benefit of our economy, in turn for the betterment of wealthy, rich people. And I'm not damning them, I'm not, you know, but this is a reality. Um, and I think when you have a society that has had time to think and meditate on, who am I? What am I? Asking themselves the real deep, hard, well, not hard, but the real and deep questions that have the power to unvelop or, or uh, um, unleash, you know, the person that you really truly are at your source spirit, at your core. That that's when things get dangerous. And we can't hear that. Right. So we got to keep these niggas working. We got to keep them in this and, you know, what folks call the rat race. You know, and when you realize it's not a race. Wow. When you realize that it's not a race, that we're not racing. I'm not racing. When you get out of that race. You know, and realize like, hey. I got this. I got this for me. Imagine collectively if everyone did that. If that was the collective mode of operating. Everyone being gentle with themselves, everyone being slow with themselves and in touch and and internal and and has, you know, really done the work of 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 clearing their energies and clearing themselves enough to be able to be a vessel, a transmitter of source, you know. I don't think that we ever can stop it, but I think that when you do slow down that you can become a bit more conscious of it and the importance of, of it and what it means to others around, you know. Yeah. My girl last night, Water Baby Tarot, um, Rodin is her name. She was talking about the collective consciousness and how, like, it's not just about us elevating just for ourselves. We have a responsibility to one another and to the community to do it as well because we're all a part of, I believe this, and we, we create wherever we are, like, a collective energy field, you know. And... What are you bringing 
to the table? What are each of us bringing to the table? And what does our collective energy look and feel like? I feel it here in Baltimore, and I don't really particularly like it. But I know what I have to do. I have to remain steadfast within myself and and focus on my internal directives for movement as opposed to the external. Look inside for direction, not out. For direction, for purpose, for fuel, for, you know, good feelings. It's all in me. Because I'm every woman. <laughs> for real, though. For real. For real. Um, I want to say that's it, but I feel that there is more. I feel that there is more when it comes to the benefits of understanding your rhythm, the benefits of getting in step and in line with that natural flow. Um, and maybe it's a continuation. It probably won't be. I keep saying that each time. And I'll be forgetting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that um, there's so much to come. There's so much to say about what it means when you're aligned with you and what can come. You know, just allowing things to flow. Just allow yourself to flow. And again, in some ways, we can't help but participate in the socially prescribed way of operating, unfortunately. But for the most part, we can. And when I'm thinking about when you can't is when circumstances present themselves where maybe you feel like um, maybe you're dealing with someone. No, 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 no. Um, I just thought about situations where maybe you need to like buck up or like, you know, kind of flex some societal muscle, <laughs> whatever that may be, in order for niggas to understand. Um, it makes me think of that Eric. I, I guess Erica Badu says she always says it. I don't know if she originated it, but you know, it's that whole idea of these incense and candles and essential oils can turn into Marlboros, a uh, a mad dog. You know, and and uh, uh, you know, an eighth, really quickly, quite quickly. So don't push me. You know. Sometimes you, it, it's sad and it sucks, especially in Baltimore. I realize that here in Baltimore, I realize that to be a dynamic, and I've always said that. Like where it's a thing where you have to show and prove first, you know, that you can, that you, you're down. Like you can keep up. You're not one to be tossed around. And I've learned that here. And it happens early. It's a early, it's like, it's, it's like everywhere's a gang. <laughs> it's like, like a slight, you know, the little induction where you got to prove who you are. You got to prove, you know. People might meet you mean or, you know, clown you maybe something, you know, but if you can if you can spit it back, if you got it within you to show like, hey, you know, I'm here with you. We can go toe to toe. Those will be some of your greatest resources in terms of people here in Baltimore, you know. That's probably said can be said for other cities too. But you know, I think that that is a way of being yet again that does not quite serve anyone. Because why we gotta do this? Like, why we gotta? Why? Why are we playing this game? But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. 
Um, I hope this was helpful. I feel like I didn't say much, but you know, that is what that is. Um, yeah, let's close out. Talk some more shit. Just um, yesterday, I was looking up the Brown Skin Girl music video, and I thought, well, I got the sense that what I found was like a fan mashup of other Beyonce videos and just like her in her life. And yeah. Um, but yeah, I just saw that. Um, I just saw another little snippet of some more Black is King promo that was released. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I really am. Um, yeah, bless up to Beyonce. Um, yeah, man. I am feeling a bit tired. <laughs> Speaking of going slow. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm about to get the rest of this day popping. It is 5.23 p.m. Um, I wanted to get this done today. Um, yeah. I will rest easy knowing that it is. Um, yeah. Um, rate me five stars even if you only think I'm worth two. Um, leave a comment, you know, something. Write me, I'm at, uh, curatepod at gmail. That's in the description box. Uh, Instagram, curate.pod, I think. Also within within the description box. Um... (laughs) Um, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else, watch the, uh, I May Destroy You, watch it, watch it, it's a British film, it's a British, um, series, so, uh, you might want to turn your, uh, Subtitles so that you can better understand um, everything that is being said Uh, because I certainly don't always understand everything that is being said. So, with that, I turn on the subtitles. Um, My accent's pretty good. Um, (laughs) yeah, I think that's it. Oh, 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 my girl, my girl, my girl, Daria. Yo. Yeah. I feel like maybe I need to have an episode just surrounding Miss Daria. Like, I love that show so much. I'm just getting hit. I knew about Daria through my friend Chike. And I, I I see that it came on MTV, um, which feels about right, just given the subject matter and things. Like, it's not, like, it's a high school-based show, but it's very adult. Um, so I don't know what other, if any other networks outside of MTV that used to come on, like, in the 90s. It's a 90s show, late 90s. Um, but yeah, it's just so good. It's just so good. It is very nostalgic. It takes me back to a time. A time. 
a beautiful time in the 90s. Like, I was probably, like, in the first grade, you know. Um, so it's about right that it's coming out now. But it's just Miss Daria, she's life. She is, she's life. She's life. Um, that is an example of somebody who was in step with their rhythm. That woman, I'm just talking about her like she's a real um, person. But the way that she navigates and the way that she moves throughout the episodes, like, she's got her stick and she is sticking to it. I love 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 the dry humor. I love the jokes that she makes that goes over people's heads. Um, yeah. I just love her her dryness. Excuse me, which gives me hope. Um, <laughs> I'm not dry. Um, anytime you have to say you're not dry, you're probably dry. No, I'm not fucking dry. But anyway, um, yeah. Go watch Daria. Daria's on Hulu. As is I May Destroy You. It is a HBO show, but Hulu, um, you know, has some HBO offerings. So, yeah, get on that. Whatever. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to get out of here. But I'm not going anywhere because I'm in my home. I am in this studio apartment. Apartmental. Uh, yeah. I think I'll go for a ride later on. Uh, but right now, after this, I'm going to sing. Because uh, that is a thing that I do and need to exercise. So I'm going to do that. 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 Um, like they say in Baltimore. All right, enough of this talking. I love you. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will see, talk to you all next week. Bye. Music in the night Nights are always bright